and how I met your mother. I'm David. And I'm his wife, Natalie. <laughs> how are you, Natalie? Uh, I'm good, good, good. In the spirit of things, I suppose we um, actually took a little trip to Las Vegas in, this, in this Las past Vegas. weekend. Yeah, it was all, everything recording. was all decked out for Christmas, which is fun. It was very festive. Um, yeah. Now we're back in Los Angeles where it's been... I think we talked about it last week on the podcast. It's been cold. Oh, yeah, because we talked about our heater. Still, still not fixed. Still not fixed. Um, I don't know why this fan is on. I turned it on. Why? For the reason I'm about to say, it's the first time in weeks we've had a nice warm day. It's like 70 degrees outside. I'm still freezing. <laughs> I'm always I, dr- I was out running uh, an errand. Uh, I was driving around with the windows down. It really? was like, yeah, it's a beautiful day. I'm like the annoying lady in the office with the space heater and like a blanket. Yeah. Like tea all the time. I don't find that annoying. I find it endearing. Okay. Not just from you, from any office lady. Cold lady? Yeah. 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 I used to, um, when I, in college, when I managed a video store, I had space heaters in the back room there because it was not. Well heated back there, yeah. and it was. We're talking talking about Chicago. Chicago. We're talking about like n- like degrees that start with a negative sign sometimes. <laughs> you know. Lord. Well, <laughs> Vegas was also quite cold. It was, it was like in the 30s. Yeah. Significantly colder than here. Yeah. And not what we're used to. Not what we're used to. Whereas we met, it, we were like at blackjack with a couple of people from Wisconsin. And they were like, "Oh, it's warm here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was quite chilly for. But us. we're not used to it. Yeah, we're acclimated. Um, uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, um, I'm, you know, still uh, a bit sad about my friend and the co-host of my other podcast, uh, Tyler Smith. Um, who, you, who you visited today. That's what I did today, yes. Yeah. I, I spent the, the um, late morning and early afternoon uh, with him in the hospital. Um, if you want to know what's going on with Tyler... Uh, you can go to caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. I'll say it again. If you didn't get a pen out in time, if you want to uh, write it on the carpet and mustard, <laughs> tell, tell me if you, am I the only person who remembers that commercial? Uh, but yeah, the website is caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. Um, and you can also find a, a link to the, the GoFundMe there to help the family with their um, uh, medical bills. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, some kind of in a bad, you know, not a bad move, but, you know, it's sad to see to my, see my friend sidelined with this serious metal, medical condition for so long. Yeah, you know? especially during the holidays, which he, I know he really loves. Yeah, and actually he told me that I didn't, like, count it or anything. Today is four months to the day since he went to the hospital. Wow. Four months. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's not normally what this show isn't usually so maudlin. Uh, <laughs> normally we talk about an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother every week. Uh, this week we're on season four, episode eight. Now, season four, episode eight of Friends is called The One with Chandler in a no. Box. Season four, episode eight of How I Met Your Mother is called Woo! Um, I didn't write down the exact number of O's. Um did you, or is that... I assumed it was four. It is four. I'm looking at the... According to IMDb, it is four with an exclamation point. Yeah. Woo! Because it's not just woo with right. two. Right. Three seems, I don't know, pointless. And four it's is... It's half-assed. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So um, we're going to put a pin in woo, and we're going to come back. Um, and uh, I'm not saying we'll put a pin in woo the the character from Deadwood. God forbid. He'd no, be pissed. No. He'd feed us to his pigs. Oh, yeah. Um, That's 
so terrifying. <laughs> Being fed to pigs. Yeah. Because they eat. That pigs will eat a body. Bones and all. Bones and all. Like the movie, Bones and All. Yeah. But yeah, that's why, like, gangsters feed bodies to pigs. Yeah. Because they get rid of, or, or gangsters, or Mason Verger, if you know the uh, Hannibal Lecter uh, universe. I prefer um, the old uh, chemical in the bathtub. From Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not in the bathtub. Jesse learned the wrong right. way. He learned right. the hard way. Don't That's do it true. in the bathtub. That's true. You get a gooey mess. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, this episode is off to a, I don't know, a dark start. Yeah. Um... Now I want to watch Hannibal again. I know I did an entire Hannibal rewatch earlier this year, but I already want to watch all of it again. What a great show. Um, also, a great show, Friends. Uh, yeah. Friends, season four, episode eight, the one with Chandler in a box. That's what we're here to talk about, right? Yeah. Or no? Yes. Um, okay, that is what we're here to talk about. Let me get I ready. Think Why we're am I talking not about ways of getting rid of bodies? Disposing of body. Call yeah. to action. What's the best way to What's get rid of a body? Way? Yeah. Bottom of the ocean? I say feed it to pigs. You know? Or feed it to... Everyone's happy. Pigs are happy. <laughs> yeah. No muss, no fuss. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so feed it to pigs or feed it to Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet's characters from the movie Bones and All. Yeah, which I still haven't and seen. And they'll, they'll eat a Bones and All. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Friends, season four, episode eight. Don't want you in a box. Um, it starts with Joey... Um, at home in the apartment in, in he, he and Chandler's apartment so we're not at the perk no one has to do a shot of espresso um, and uh, Chandler keeps calling because Joey won't talk to him so Chandler keeps calling him to try to get him to listen to him so he can apologize for having kissed Kathy uh, while Joey and Kathy were still together um, and it's a fun there's a like a, a little bit he does where he like well first off the first joke the first level of joke is that no matter how many times chandler calls no i guess at first joey like answers it and then he answers it again yeah. right after and just like yeah. hello as if it's a new person yeah. and the third time he does like the like stop calling here you think it's gonna be like the classic bit where it's like oh it's your grandmother or yeah. you know yeah but it's but it turns out it's joey's won a radio contest except no he hasn't it's chandler doing a voice <laughs> as yeah. a radio guy and and joey hangs up and and that's the that's the end of uh that cold open um then uh so this is technically a thanksgiving episode yeah um classic friends yeah i mean it's not it doesn't seem to be as big of a deal as what well, i'm thinking i'm thinking was it last year that they played touch football mm-hmm or was that two years? That was last year. I think it was last year, yeah. And then the first year, or I, 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 can't, I can't remember. We're already on yeah, season four. But yeah, there's lots been... Lots more. Yeah, as in, you know, How I Met Your Mother also tends to like Thanksgiving um, or Slapsgiving. Um, right. So, uh, so it's Thanksgiving. It doesn't seem to be as much a part of the episode as past Thanksgivings, you know? Like, Monica's just cooking the whole time, but there's no, like, freak out with the food. And also, like... They always get together and eat at Monica and Rachel's anyway, so it doesn't yeah, seem that they didn't like have novel. Guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. they actually did. Well, eventually. Back. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think like oh, the yeah, idea the that yeah. I mean, you'll get into it, but that they're all like feasting and Chandler can't, so this is part right. of the right because he's in a box. We'll get to that. Um, I came. Uh, I. Um, 
uh, I think it's Phoebe who comes up with the idea of doing a secret Santa so everybody just buys one present because right. she and Monica are trying to get this business off the ground and, and um, don't money's, have a lot of money. Money's tight, yeah. Yeah, so they're like, let's just get a, 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 a secret Santa and then um, Phoebe says something about, uh, you know, we'll get to have fun guessing who gets who. And Ross says, who gets whom? And then immediately goes, I don't know why I, I do that. Yeah. But it resonated with me because yeah. I am a corrector. Did it remind you of yourself? Yes, very much. Yeah. I mean, I I try very hard not to. Yeah. I but know. it's a literal, like, a compulsion. I know. Like, I know. You but know, like, like if, if, if I had, like, OCD and I saw, like, a line of forks and one was, like, at an angle, I would, like, have to go correct that. Like yes. that fork. That's what it feels like to me. If someone says something in a public setting and I know it's wrong, there is inside of me, there's this thing saying like, you have to set the record straight. Everyone's going to be so confused. You're like, doing a disservice yes, if you don't yeah, exactly. correct grammar. You're so, making a fool out of all these people. So this is like impulse control. Yeah. You know, in the same way that you don't like scream at people who are in your way in a public setting for yeah. example like you can't only when i'm inside the safety of my car and they can't hear me that's when right but if someone is taking a long time at the grocery store and like being annoying yeah, i don't go and aloof, you don't scream at them yeah. so in the same way your impulse might be whom or you did well yeah yeah that was one um, um so yeah so yeah i mean I, I i i'm working on it yes i think i've gotten somewhat better but it is still very anxiety-inducing. I've you. gotten better at. Incorrect. Um, I repeat words that you say in your um, accent, but I've gotten better. Yeah. Call to action, listeners. Do you notice my Midwestern accent when okay. I say college, college. Or, or I talk about the Jillian Flynn novel Gone Girl? Yeah. Um, now you will notice it. Yeah, but it's really, really hard for me not to say college right after you. To make or fun of me. Acknowledge. To mock me. Acknowledge. Yeah. It's not even that, though. In the same way that you're not mocking my grammar, right. you're, it's just like an instinct that you you yeah. have to respond. Yeah. And well, it also, yeah, I mean, if something sounds wrong in your head, you feel the, and this is a normal, like, yeah. human that's part of your education and your upbringing. Like, but the impulse control is a part, like, wait a second, I don't need to say this right now. Yeah. Say it in your head. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, I do feel self-conscious. Self <laughs> See, now I'm doing it. Uh, I'm kind of steering into it about the Midwestern accent thing because so many other things about my regional accent I've, like, worked out of my system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I say, I, I say, you know, uh, I, earlier I said fork. I didn't say fark. Yeah. That's a very St. Louis you thing. You say shorts, to, not sharts. I say shorts, not sharts. Um, I say... Wash, not wash. Yeah, and I say quarter, not quarter. Um, what's the other one? I've learned, oh, I don't even know if this is a St. Louis or Midwestern thing or just like me, uh, but I now it's second nature, but I had to teach myself that the color slash fruit orange has two syllables in it. It is not orange or orange. Orange, yeah. yeah. I think St. Louis would say orange. Orange. But it's orange. It's two syllables and it's an O-R. Yeah. I've, I've, I've worked so many of the things about my accent out of my system that I think when you 
when you call me out on saying college or self-conscious. Which I don't anymore. I, I, I feel like, oh, I fucked up. I would like you to acknowledge that I don't. I acknowledge it. Do it anymore. Um, all right. So then uh, with the secret Santa thing, we get to a sort of running thing in this episode that Rachel is impossible to buy for. And she returns every gift that she's ever gotten, um, uh, essentially. Um, um, what was I going to say? Uh, then Chandler is like, oh, but I got Rachel this briefcase that is monogrammed. It says RG. And um, I can't remember who it is. Phoebe is like, well, give it to Ross. Ross Geller. Yeah. And there's a thing about it being like a female briefcase, yeah. Yeah. which I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um, but then there's all, but then the gender stereotype jokes persist because yeah. Rachel's like, or is it Phoebe who's like, well, he works in a museum. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's a girly job yeah. or that's a non-manly job. Yeah. So it's okay for him to have a female briefcase. And then there's another thing about Chandler, like, pretending to like football. But then Phoebe's like, oh, you don't have to do that. Uh, Joey and Ross aren't here. Yeah, these people are so... <laughs> Heteronormative? Retrograde. Yeah, yeah. But, but yes. not, but it's 25 years ago. Heteronormative, so yeah. They were with the times, I guess. Yeah. Um, then Monica gets some ice in her eye. Um, a piece of ice. She's like chipping away at some something in, that's in yes. the freezer, and a piece of ice gets in her scratches her, her cornea. Eye. Yeah. Um, and then Ross. I don't know why I wrote this down. Ross also wanted to trade who his secret Santa is, but I've already forgotten who or why. Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Okay. Um, but I wrote it down, so I guess I thought it was important, important at the part, important, important at the time. Joey is packing up the apartment. That's why I was saying I was yeah. thinking the word apartment, and I was like, "Impart." It was it was apartment at the time. Apartment at the time. <laughs> um, so Joey's packing up the apartment, um, and because uh, he's he's moving out. Um, Ross tells Joey he should talk to Chandler like he's your friend. Um, I know you always point out the uh, the board. What Magna is it? Doodle. So it Magna said, Doodle says, "I'm sorry" I'm over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Magna Doodle used to to uh, uh, good good effect. Yeah. Uh, Props to the prop department. So Chandler might feel bad about hurting Joey, but not so much so that he's not seeing Kathy anymore. Because he's canoodling at the cafe yeah, with cafe. Bad timing. Um, and also bad choice of place, yeah. right? Like, yeah. come on, guy. You know, like, you know, Joey's gonna show up at the at the coffee shop, right? Yeah. Um, they should go to the Starbucks three blocks down. Yeah, Joey never goes there. <laughs> um, what's going on? Van for a second. Oh. Okay, I'm back. Oh. Um, you took too long. Um, okay, so. Gotta stop saying, um. I feel like that's gonna annoy people. So yeah, Chandler's canoodling with Kathy and Joey walks in and they're kissing. And he's pissed off. He's like, nope, I'm out of here. Um, can't talk to Joey. Can't talk to Chandler about this. Uh, meanwhile, Monica goes to see her eye doctor. Mm-hmm. Because she's 
she's reluctant to go because her eye doctor is. Well, she calls in advance, and they said, right. "Oh, Doctor Burke, Doctor yeah, Richard Richards. Burke is out of town." Yeah, but, the attending or yeah. whatever can see you, and it turns out it's Richard's son, mm-hmm. and he's played by uh, Michael Vartan from Alias and from Never Been Kissed. Oh, okay. He's the love interest of Drew Barrymore. I, I definitely saw Never Been Kissed, but I also definitely think of him first and foremost from Alias. I didn't watch Alias, but I did love Never Been Kissed. Okay. He's um, the teacher. Um, okay. Which, yeah, I guess that situation's kind of gross. But she's an adult. She's Josie Grossy. <laughs> uh, we should watch that again. Yeah. I, I feel have, like we have the Blu-ray because I think I like. I used to watch it all the time, and it it was always like on TV. I think still, yeah, always on TBS when it's not the holiday um, season. There used to be thing because I work. I don't say where I work, but I work in the industry. You know, mm-hmm. um, and there used to be thing every October. There was this AIDS benefit where like a lot of different movie studios would donate, like, Blu-rays and DVDs and stuff. That you could like buy super cheap, and all the money went to um, the SAIDS Foundation. And I don't know why they haven't done it in in years, um, but uh, I uh, yeah, that's why I have a lot of weird like Blu-rays like never been kissed because I probably got it for like three or four bucks yeah. and it was for charity, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, we should watch Never Been Kissed again, directed by Raja Gosnell, who did um, the. Two live-action Scooby-Doo movies, you know, with mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. And mm-hmm. who else is in those? I've never watched those. It's Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince Jr., Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard. and uh, Linda Cardellini. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I saw both of them because um, they came out like anything from like two thousand one or two to two thousand four. I probably saw because I worked at video stores and just like took home everything and watched it. Um, all right, so M- uh, Michael Vartan, he lo- he's looking hot. Uh, Joey's moving out, but then he has Chandler confronts him, and Joey's talking about, like, what a good friend he want- he, he used to think he that, that Chandler was, and he said the whole time, you know, when we got robbed, the whole time I was locked in the cabinet for six hours, all I was thinking about was that you were going to be upset with me, yeah, that I'd, I'd let, let you down. I'd let you down, yep. And, and Chandler says something about, like, if I had six hours, if I were locked up for six hours or whatever, and then that's where Joey gets the idea, well, what if you spent six hours in this box? I was putting the furniture in the box, but yeah. why don't I put you in the box? Yeah. And so Chandler agrees to go into the box for six hours. Um, but the reveal of it was was funny because it was it was discussed, and then we cut to like the Thanksgiving feast, and they roll the box into <laughs> the girls' apartment. Yeah, for Thanksgiving, because I guess I guess because Joey wants to be able to keep an eye on Chandler to make sure he doesn't get out of the box. Is that why? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why he's <laughs> yeah. So he's in the box in in the other uh, uh, apartment, uh, but we don't get to that yet. Here we just get the suggestion of Joey being like, oh. Maybe I do want you to get in the yeah. box. Then we go back to the eye doctor, um, where we find out that uh, I've already forgotten his name, Michael Vartan. Dr. Burke. Uh, Timothy. Timothy. Timothy Burke. We should um, um, call him Mr. Colson. That's his character's name and never been kissed. Yes. So Mr. Colson uh, recently broke up with his girlfriend, so he's, he's single, and Monica invites him to Thanksgiving dinner. Um, everyone, all the other friends before he shows up, before he shows up, 
uh, all the other friends correctly think that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> because she had a very, very serious relationship with his father. Yeah. Good genes in this family. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess so. But you missed the part. Well, I don't know if you missed it, but so I guess this um, this hit me um, personally, the cornea scratch and the eye patch, because this has happened to me multiple times somehow. Yeah. Uh, most recently, I didn't wear an eye patch, but it was a cornea scratch and it hurts like hell. Yeah. Um, the first time I did it was with a hairbrush and I dragged a hairbrush like <sighs> across my cornea. Yeah. I had to wear an eye patch. Um, I know I've heard of this story. I'm trying to debate whether I should tell it on the podcast oh, no. when my sister had to wear an eye patch when she was a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel bad because it's embarrassing. She just went to like swipe her hair out of her eyes and stuck her thumb right in her yeah. eye and had yeah. to wear an eye patch. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Um. No reason to be embarrassed. It happens with the best of us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, call to action. If you've ever scratched your cornea, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Um, I was going to tell another story. It's maybe a little personal oh. about you and me. We were starting to get intimate in the dark, and you accidentally poked me in the eye, and I went, ah! <laughs> it, was very, it was a very sexy moment. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It was more like... Like it was, it was inhuman, the sound that came out of you. Um... Okay, I guess that's better than the time I was trying to be sexy and I <laughs> knocked your head into a wrought iron headboard, like, yeah. bed frame. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and then tried to get back to being an him, and you were like, what are you doing? Are you kidding <laughs> like, me? You just, you just, me. <laughs> you just concussed me. Um, okay, so... Uh, all right, uh, where was I? You got, you got me all... Uh, okay, so Ross, so yeah, you mentioned you mentioned the Chandler's in the box in the apartment. Ross then confronts Rachel about exchanging gifts that he gave her when they were together, like uh, this golden heart-shaped pendant necklace thing or, or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so she tries to pass off some other necklace as... The one that he gave her, and then she's like, okay, I exchanged she's it for... flipping it around yeah. so, like, he won't see it. <laughs> won't see it, but it's, like, not even like the right color. Um, and then she's... Um, uh, uh, she says something about, like, wouldn't you rather me have something... Exchange it for something that I like as opposed to something I don't? And, yeah. she's, and he's like, what did you exchange it for? Store credit. Yeah. <laughs> she, she makes a good point. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be as mad as everyone else is. Yeah. If I found out that someone exchanged yeah. gifts I gave them, like, yeah, I hope they're happy. Yeah. Um, I wrote that they're watching football. I don't, I can't remember if it's a plot point at all. No. Once again, when we don't do these right after we watch the show, I'm yeah, like, why well, did I write that down? Yeah. They sit down to have dinner. Um, Chandler's making jokes from inside the box, which are kind of funny. And, well, there's one thing in particular that we'll talk about when we get to funniest moments, but, um, Joey's like, if this is just a game to you, like, this isn't a game to me, this is serious. You need to take it seriously. So Chandler, like, shuts up. Pipes down. Yeah. yeah. For for a while. And there is an air hole in the box, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Because um, there's a funny thing where Ross 
uh, accidentally leans on the box with his hand over the air hole. Uh, weirdly, for David Schwimmer being as uh, adept at physical comedy as he is, it was a weirdly inelegant moment yeah. where I could very clearly see him telegraph, like, yeah. make sure I put my hand over the thing. And it was supposed to be an accident. Yeah. Kind of an awkward moment. Um, maybe it was the best take they got. Uh, um, see, I don't even know what this means. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Ross continues to berate Rachel um, about not keeping the things, but and not being sentimental. But it turns out she has a whole box of things from their relationship that are are, are meaningful. You know, um, kind of when uh, like when Rory Gilmore had her whole like Jared. Uh, Dean? Pedalocky. But that's the actor. Yeah. Dean? Was Dean the Dean, character? Yes. Yeah, she had the whole, like, Dean box, the box of Dean stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which I remember when that episode aired, talking to my sister about it. It's like, no, my sister has come up and been like, that seems a little corny. And my sister was like, no. <laughs> like, no we all absolutely, have like yeah. a teenage girl would do that. Yep. Keep all this stuff in a box. We keep notes. We keep, yeah. yeah. Uh, Monica and Mr. Colson from Never Been Kissed do kiss. So Monica has been kissed, and so is Dr. Col- Mr. Colson. Um, they kiss on the on the little balcony. It's uh, uh, they're having a whole conversation of talking them into this isn't weird, and then as soon as they kiss, it is weird because yeah. it reminds Monica of Richard. She gets grossed out. He gets grossed out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't you didn't mention this, and I don't think it'll show up in your funniest moments. But when um, when the gang is kind of like telling Monica, like, this is weird, this is gross, don't do it. Yeah. And then Monica, she's making a a roast turkey, but she also roasts everyone else in that scene. <laughs> and she That's right. I don't I didn't write them all down, but she's like she points to each one of them of their like relationship issues. Married a lesbian, tried to date a gay ice capade. Right, fell in love with a gay ice dancer, yeah. yeah. Um I forget the other ones. But Less than one at the altar. Yeah. She was like real quick to yeah. roast everyone. Yeah. Um, in defense of her possibly dating her ex's son. Yeah. Yeah. But turns out they're all right. Do you like mm-hmm. my little joke about not the only roast? Yes. Oh, I loved it. Okay. I uh, thought I, I gave it a big, yeah. got a big pop for me, I thought. Okay, good. Um, Just making sure. Then uh, Padgett Brewster stops by. Um, Kathy stops by and... Um, Breaks up with Chandler while he's in the box, but he's not talking because he told Joey he wouldn't talk. It's a very, like, sad moment, but also, like, surreal and funny that, like, she's talking into the air hole of the box. Yeah. Uh, And then she gets up and he, like, waves goodbye with his little finger out of the box, which is sad and cute. It's Um, obvious that he is very upset by it, but his relationship with Joey is so important that he will be silent. Yes, yes. Uh, And Joey's so moved by this that he, like... Let's Chandler out and is like, go chase her down. And so then there's a tag at the end of them on the balcony or everyone. Like, call to action. Listeners, correspond with us. What, what do you call that? Because it's not really a balcony because it doesn't have an actual entrance. You have to crawl through the window. It's a, I think we discussed it. It's a uh, extended fire escape. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, listeners, what do you think? Um, but that's pretty good. So from the fire escape, I guess, um, they're watching 
Joey and Kathy, or not Joey, Chandler and Kathy reunite, but it turns out they're actually watching a woman get mugged. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but then they see them and they see they see Chandler and Kathy and they, and they're making out. So I don't know if this means that we're going to see more Padgett Brewster. Um, I hope it does because I like her a lot. Always have. Always will. Um, I don't know. I mean, always will. What if she like pulls a Kanye? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just never say never is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Do you have any other stray observations? Uh, or should we move on to funniest moments? Um, let's move on to funniest. So the absolute biggest laugh for me is a visual thing. Um, when Chandler, before he's told to pipe down, he's explaining from the box yes. the concept of the box. The and meaning of the box. And yeah, the meaning of the box is threefold and yeah. he counts them off by sticking one, two, one, then three. Yeah. Fing- His little fingers coming out through the air hole yeah. is very funny, which makes it all the more sad when it gets called back later, but he's like yeah. waving goodbye yeah. um, with his with his finger to, to Kathy. Yeah. This is a stellar episode. What do you, uh, what do you have? Um, it's a Geller episode. Yeah. Um, I liked when Phoebe, when Monica was too afraid to call Dr. Burke's office, Phoebe called and said, I'm calling on behalf of Monica Geller's eye. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I like when, when Chandler's talking to Kathy at the, at the cafe, at the ca- cafe, at the cafe. Yeah. Um, he says like, when I talk to Joey, he just mumbles something in Italian and storms out. Oh, and I, yeah. I know he only knows the bad words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's used later when um, Rachel Rachel also uses it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Let's see. Oh, um, when Chandler's in the box, like, <laughs> he knocks, like, from the box <laughs> and, like, fakes everyone out thinking it's a yeah. knock at the door. And Joey gets mad and says, that doesn't sound like thinking to me. Yeah. Um, my last one is... The the big moment when Rachel pulls out the like uh, the, oh, yes. the the box and of, of all the stuff that she goes through all the stuff and she's got this like a dinosaur bone from the first time they slept together at the exhibit yeah and and like it's a whole big big thing and then Ross is like that's nice you're not supposed to take these <laughs> they're like a million years old people have actually been looking for that <laughs> yeah yeah that was on my list as well. Um, when um, when Kathy comes in and um, like tries to understand why um, why Chandler's in the box, uh, Monica said Joey has his reasons, and then Phoebe says they were threefold. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a funny little yeah. callback. Um, what else? Oh, um, this will come up again, I think, later in our discussion. But um, when Joey is talking to Ross, saying, like, well, now that Chandler and I aren't best friends anymore, there's an opening. (laughs) And then Ross says, okay, like, the first thing I'm going to do as your best friend is to tell you to talk to Chandler. And then Joey said, if you weren't my best friend. (laughs) It was cute. It was cute. Um, All right, should we move on to friends but make it fashion? Mm Mm-hmm. Only one I have, and I know you won't agree because you don't like anything that Monica wears as long as she has this haircut. Oh, no. But her Thanksgiving attire, which was like a tank top with like a see-through, what would you call it? Like a see-through 
Mm. I don't know what you call that. Mm. It's just a, 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 a jacket, I guess, of some sort, but it's yeah. completely see-through. Overlay? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, but it's it's gauzy, but it's like the same, roughly the same shade as the tank top, so it all has this sort of like rust-colored uh, yeah. continuity, coherence. Um, speaking of Monica, I did like her... like Eye patch? Eye patch, but the <laughs> flannel that she was that she wore to like prep the dinner and to go to the optometrist. Okay. I like when they're cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, still hate the haircut. Um, any anything under the umbrella? Yeah, um, Monica cooking for everyone. Obviously, we talked about Magna Doodle. Um, also, we discussed in one of the early episodes the um, like when when they're low on money, kind of like the class distinction of mm-hmm. like, we're short on money, we're yeah. struggling financially. Can we, you yeah. know. From uh, the one with five steaks and an eggplant, one of yeah. the best episodes so far. Yeah. Um, we talked about the heteronormativity, um, museum being a girly job, um, lots of good prop work with the cornucopia and the Thanksgiving <laughs> decor. Um, I feel like sometimes I miss, I've said this on the podcast before, oh. I miss visual stuff sometimes like the cornucopia because I'm taking so many notes while we're watching. Right, right, right. You know? Um, I'm just rattling them. I have some more. Please go. Okay. Yeah, I only have um, one, but you probably already have it. There was, um, when Timothy Burke sees Monica, he's like, wow, you." there's some fat phobia. He, yep, you look really great time. since last time I talked to you. I think last time I saw you, you were in front of a Dairy Queen and then she makes a joke like I was probably waiting for it to open. Yeah, like she would just like stand outside. And the then he like doubles down and says like, "Yeah, you look so much better." You know, it was just kind of like yeah. ugh, annoying. Um, also under the umbrella, um, kind of incestual humor. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Usually it's Monica being way too invested in her brother's sex life. Right. But here it's a father and son deal. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, nope. Should we take a quick break? Let's. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and we are ready to talk How I Met Your Mother, Season 3, Episode 8. Woo! Okay. So, Ted is telling the story about Robin, Uncle, or Aunt Robin being adrift. She's still unemployed, and um, she's, I guess, wants, like, a ladies' night. Um, And Marshall's always a, like, whenever she and Lily hang out, um, Marshall's always, like, there, and she calls him a talk talk blocker, which is funny. Like, they're trying to have girl talk, but... Marshall like they're having like they're having like a fun time in like pajamas and Marshall comes up like oh yeah that dude you slept with had whatever like right because she's like trying to talk in code she's trying to talk in code and things that only Lily will know but because Marshall's so 
ever present. He yeah. knows everything about Robin's. And also because he's so in touch with his feminine side, don't that you too. think? Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, meanwhile, um, Barney's uh, firm is looking to um, like make a make the Goliath National Bank new headquarters. New headquarters, now. and so they're. Um, interviewing different architectural companies. One in particular is Sven, and they're the um, Swedish architectural... Um, collective? Collective. Yeah. Um, so th- uh, we get Bilson again, and there's a conference call with Bilson, played by... Um, Brian Callen. Brian Callen. Since not getting cast in things because of... Right. Uh, uh, rape accusations. Right. So, um, but, not, but Taryn Killam, not back. Not back, yeah. Yeah. So Barney comes up deal. with the idea to get um, uh, Ted to do to pitch his idea for Goliath National Bank because that would be a huge uh, feat. And we learned that Ted's whole goal in life is to contribute to the beautiful New York skyline. And yeah. having this Goliath Bank would be a huge um, quiver in his feather. Arrow in his, his quill? Quill in Ellen, his Arrow in his quiver. Arrow in his quiver. Listeners, <laughs> friends, mothers, what is it? I think it's, fe- it's a feather in his cap. Uh-huh. But also arrow a, in his quiver. A bee right? in his bonnet? No. <laughs> sure. A birdhouse okay. in his soul? Yeah. Good one. <laughs> um... And then, uh, I don't know how we then learn about the whole point of the episode, is is the Woo Girl. And uh, Meadow Soprano. Jimmy Lynn Siegler, Jimmy yeah. Lynn Siegler is one of Lily's old college. No, she's another teacher at the school. She's she another teaches teacher, second she grade. She teaches second grade. Yeah. But in her spare time, she's a Woo Girl. Yeah. And we learn what a Woo Girl, woo girl is. It basically is someone, a girl... Who screams "woo" for like shots, or if "Sweet Home Alabama" comes comes on the <laughs> jukebox? It's very. I feel like given the version of '90s Lily that we've seen, mm-hmm. it's very believable that she would not be into the woo girls. That she would look down on them because she had this like, she's like still got a like a goth kid heart. Right, but like just last week, she was like wasted in Marshall's office. Yeah. Like that's very woo girl. But she wasn't wooing behavior. She wasn't. Yeah. And also, you know, I think you tend to dislike in others the things we most dislike about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So maybe she has an inner woo girl that she's trying to suppress. Um, yeah. So Jillian is mezzo soprano, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Barney's trying to make a case for the woo girl. Um, cause they're, you know, drunk and fun loving, I guess. Yeah. There's some funny lines in, in there about like what would become of the tiny cowboy head industry. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Right. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Ted is preparing for the presentation. Um, he kind of nails the pitch, but he doesn't get the job. Oh, there's a whole thing in there about Barney wanting to be like, Mad Men, where like they ask for a like a conference call and yeah. just drink on the roof. Yeah. Um, like Mad Men. Yeah. I guess. Well, because um, they yeah they drink during work hours. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get the gig, and then there's uh, like a so Sven the architectural collective they get the deal for Goliath, mm-hmm. um, and then they do like a little dance. Yeah, well, they like appear as if by magic. And it's basically like... A television that appears as if from nowhere. Yeah. Um, it was basically like sprockets yeah, from SNL, yeah, right? Yeah. Because they had like full like black body suits. Yeah. And danced. One of them had like a keytar, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be a little bit like um, Autobahn. Craftwork? Uh, Craftwork, yeah. yeah. Bone, bone, bone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, where are we? Um, okay. Um, Marshall finds out that Bilson actually did want, did like Ted's idea, and um, he voted for Ted. Yeah. And it was actually Marshall was who Barney. did it. It was Barney who did yeah. it. So, bad friend. Yeah. Barney. Um, because of all these like perks of this like massive um, dinosaur, <laughs> Goliath. Yeah, the, yeah Sven's uh, proposal yeah. was a building in the shape of a dinosaur, and all the perks of having this building. Yeah, that breathes fire. Yeah. Um, um, we see. Okay, we learn that Robin is actually a woo girl because, like, a limo goes by and she's hanging out at the the top of the limo. Sunroof. Sunroof yeah. of the limo, yeah. drinking champagne. And wooing. And wooing. Yeah. Um, they Not see her. pitching woo, but wooing. Yeah. Um, there's a very funny, I don't know if that'll come out later, the rhyming. We saw yeah, it. Okay, it'll come, we'll come out later. Out later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, conference call. Barney is a saboteur. Um, sprockets. Um, let's see what else. Um, okay, Lily is trying to be fun at the um, yeah. at the cowboy bar. Um, she's trying to be fun. She wears like a firefighter hat. But not, not a real one, like a plastic kid's one. A plastic one, one yeah. because that's what they learned about today in school. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> But she's trying to be fun. Um, there's a whole scene that I didn't like when it's when they use a bunch of like expletives about woo girls and calling them prostitutes and whores and oh. oh well, it's like the thing of like girls talking to each other like ah you're such a whore yeah you're being such a slut like in good fun yeah and then Lily can't do it yeah which reminds me of course of the. Um... I think you should leave sketch with, uh, is it Vanessa Bayer who can't get it? And she's like, slopping down pig dicks with these pieces yeah. of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so who makes the realization that woo girls are just sad people? Um, that's Robin who Robin. I think says that to, okay. to Lily. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's all sad. just a facade. They're all just sad people. Yeah. And then we get all of their internal monologues of what they're actually saying. One is, like, totally miserable. One is in love with Jillian. Yeah, she's in the closet. It's sad. Um, 
But yeah, we learn everyone's yeah. um, what they're really going through. Um, let's see. Um, does so? D does Ted actually get the job? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Ted actually get the gets the job. Um, and then Barney is trying to be a woo girl by riding the bull. Like he gets like. No, no, no. Barney attempts to come clean to Ted. Okay. And then Marshall steps in and saves him. You know, oh, it was Bilson or whatever, blah, blah. But but Barney got him to change his mind or okay. whatever. Okay, yeah. But then Bob Saget, Ted, says, yes. Marshall told me the real story 10 minutes later, and we got Barney back by tying him to the bull and leaving. And then also Barney um, gets his comeuppance with Jillian and the the friend who are like, let's just do a three-way Right. Um, and instead of him, it's going to be Ted. Because he, yeah, because Barney says he can't get on the bull because he has an inner ear thing. So yeah. when he does, we yeah. cut to the the tag at the end is him being untied from the bull and not even be able, being able to stand up because he's so dizzy because yeah. of his inner ear thing. Yeah. So, well, yeah. more on that later. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. he misses out on this three-way. <laughs> with uh, with Jillian, Jillian and the girl who's in love with Jillian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so bad at this. Um, no, I think you're great. And at least one listener agrees. Mm, no, I'm bad. Um, okay. <laughs> did I miss anything? Yes, I did, I'm sure. What else? Um, no, the only thing I was going to mention was, um, and maybe you can remember exactly what it was, but Barney does the thing. He and Marshall have those little like shots that are in vials or whatever, and Barney is like, to, to you being Ted's best friend or whatever, yeah. and then like right before Marshall drinks, Barney says something else. I can't remember what he says, but he's like, and me too, or something like that. Yeah. The only reason I bring it up is because, do you remember, we were at our friend's wedding. Their name is Mary and Matt. That's not important, but. Oh, yes, yes. So we were at our friend's Mary and Matt's wedding. We were at the reception, and we were sitting next to our friends, another couple named Ryan and Rachel. And Ryan held up his wine glass and went, to the happy couple. And then as everyone drank, just before he drank, he went, me and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, very funny. Very, uh, so anyway, I thought about that. Very one. funny. Yeah. And definitely like my sense of humor when someone says something under their breath. Yes. Yes. Um, it's always very enjoyable and effective. So yeah, I think, I think that's it. Um, as far as stray observations and... And whatnot. Um, should we move on to funniest moments? Um, yes. Can I start? Yes. You, you should start. That's why we do this. When um, when Barney is, like, making a case for the um, the cool dinosaur building um, yeah. for Sven, he says, it breathes fire, Marshall. And then they will say, fire, Marshall. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> um. I had, sorry, I'm also trying to get our correspondence because I didn't get that. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll mention the all the woo rhymes. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Which I um, luckily wrote down, or not, I, wrote, I looked up. Um, we saw you woo. Saw who woo? Saw you woo. I didn't woo. That's you not did true. too. That's not true. Your, Your nose, nose just, just grew. grew. And then it comes up later. Hey, I can woo. That's not true. I could too. It's just not you. <laughs> not true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I liked the the woo rhymes. Me too. 
Um, do you have any more? Because I have oh, one other one. Yes. Um, when we're getting an introduction to the Woo girls, um, one of them said, like, I thought I forgot to feed my cat, but then I didn't. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> they were all very supportive of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my only other one is, uh, we already mentioned it, but just, well, I, I talked on the, when we were talking about Friends, but how David Schwimmer is usually good at physical comedy. Uh, Barney trying to stand up after riding the bowl and falling over every time was very funny. Yeah. Because he would, like, fall in a different direction, like, backwards or left or right or forward every time. It was, uh, I thought that was very funny, personally. Um, I wrote down Pigeons Hold Grudges. Yeah, because when they drink beer on the roof, um, we find out that Marsh, that Barney, when he's done with his beer can, crushes it and throws his beer can at pigeons. And yeah, Marshall's which like, is terrible. Because Barney's like, yeah, we throw beer cans at uh, empty beer cans at pigeons. And Marshall's like, I don't do that. You do that. Yeah. And then when Marshall gets mad at Barney and locks him up on the roof, that scene ends with a pigeon landing and he and Barney like having a sharing a look yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. pigeon's mad at me yeah yeah um should we move on to how many mother but make it fashion yes did you note the bird dress that lily's wearing yeah what is up with that it was bad it, it was, was supposed to be a joke right like i don't know but it was what she was wearing to jillian's like birthday or whatever yeah i don't know yeah i think they were like playing a joke on um, Allison Hannigan, truly, because like in the first scene, she's wearing this like puffy purple sleeved like but, blouse. But it's just as bad for Kobe Smolder. Not just as bad, but yeah. In that scene, you're talking about it in McLaren's. Yeah. Lily has big puffy shoulders. Yeah. But then Robin has these like they look like the bottom is like a window curtain, like yeah. these like frilly. Yeah. Just bad shoulders. Lots of in that lots scene. of weird shoulder choices. Yeah, but that bird dress was just unforgivable. Because it, it wasn't. It was like, it looked like something you'd go to sleep in. It looked like a big, like oversized T-shirt. It was odd. Very, very odd. Yeah. Um, um, there's also okay. a huge uh, statement necklace that Robin's wearing. It's like a big flower. Okay. I didn't care for that. But it was, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I wrote that down, too, because not only is she wearing a, a statement necklace, an enormous, enormous necklace, mm -hmm. her top also has a really ugly bow. It's just yeah. like so much Too going on much. in this yeah. what, chest area. What are they doing? Yeah, I don't I don't understand what the idea was there um, on any of that. Uh, I had more stuff for the naked fashion, okay. including like actual good stuff. Um, I, I liked... What's Is that? this picking up the chicharrones? It might be. Are you hung getting hungry for chicharrones? No. Um, so uh, I, I'm just going to do a twofer right here. Um, I like uh, um, I like Robin's like uh, uh, cowboy hat. Like it's like a um, what would you call it? It's like almost like a straw hat. Like it's like woven. Okay. Um, and then I really like drunk Marshall's. <laughs> pink cowboy hat with the different like suits of cards yeah. <laughs> along the side yeah yeah i liked i like that um do you have anything else should we go under the umbrella let's go under the umbrella so we have uh barney the return of barney's 
xenophobia that he sees no difference between Sweden and France. Right. And even when he's called out on it, he's like, nope. no, Sweden is France. Yeah. Um, what do you have? Um, well, just animal actors with the pigeons. Um, you pointed out, yeah, you pointed out um, being bad friends. Mm-hmm. Barney is a bad friend mm-hmm. to Ted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had another one, and I have already forgotten. This is what happens. There was a Star Wars reference. I can no longer remember what the Star Wars reference was, oh. but there was a Star Wars reference, and there's always Star Wars references on this show. Right. But I don't remember what the Star Wars <laughs> reference was anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, we've talked about, like, actual, um, like, popular songs. So um, they played Sweet Home Alabama. What other songs did they play? I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Oh, they talked about Brown Eyed Girl. Being a woo girl song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, good song, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. One of these days I will remember to get our correspondence in place before we do this. But um, should we move on to similarities between the two shows? Yeah. Well, there's a major one here. The best friend competition? <laughs> no, yeah, in addition to that, um, just friends screwing each other over, you know? Yeah. Chandler Sabotage. screwed over. Yeah. Joey and uh, Barney screwed over Ted. Yep. Friendship sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to playing favorites? Yes. Three, two, one. Friends. Friends. Yeah. If you had told me, hey, you're going to do this show and you're going to do these playing favorites segments. And when you get to woo, it's not going to be your favorite of the week. I would have been shocked. I loved this episode when it first aired. Really? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Things things change. Things but yeah, change. when I first saw Woo, I thought it was hilarious. I loved that Meadow Soprano, Jimmy and Sigler was on it. It was fun to see her, yeah. Um, but it, uh, but I think something of the, like, the novelty of How I Met Your Mother doing the, like, Seinfeld thing of, like, Picking a thing that we know exists in real life and then, like... Giving a name to it. Yeah, categorizing it, you know? Yeah. I think that seemed funnier to me in 2008 than it does now. Right. Um, and this is, like, a... It's a very real, like, phenomenon that we see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo girls are definitely a real thing. Um, and I have no problem with them. I'm I no longer... I am not turned off by them like Lily or... Nor do I fetishize them like Barney does. Yeah. They're fine. They're just I feel like having I've, a good time. I've been one... Like, sometimes it's, like, done ironically, but people around me don't know that it's yeah, yeah. me, like, doing it ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's catch up on our correspondence. This will only take us a second. Aww. Uh, because we only have one, but it is a good one. Okay. And also, it's... Uh, I don't know if Philip is someone who has ever um, commented on uh, i don't know if this is a new uh, listener or just a first time commenter okay but remember i had the idea for a segment where we call out whenever the how i met your mother gang are in their pajamas okay and oh, he yes. said the segment should be called have you met bed good one <laughs> really good one philip i think that's great i feel like you're not as impressed as i am no i like it i love it i like it um and it's fun to say which is a big part of it have you met Bed? Yeah. See? It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I knew if you took it out for a spin, you'd fall in love with it. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce, which is called 
how were we doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. Okay. Um, by the way, season four, episode eight, we still have not heard Joey say, how are you doing? <laughs> so Weird. I don't yeah. know when this catchphrase comes up. Yeah. But um, uh, we've seen multiple, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if uh, Barney has literally said the words challenge accepted, but we've seen Barney accept challenges. He mm-hmm. accepted the challenge to um, try and uh, hook up with someone while dressed as an 80-year-old man. Yep. <laughs> Most recently, but that's yep. not the only one. Yep. Um, all right. So, season four, episode eight of Friends, which is called The One with Chandler in the Box. He's like the Alice in Chains song. He's the man in the box. <laughs> um, aired on... Thursday, November 20th, 1997. Um, This thing, see, okay, I don't like to, I'm not going to call out the website that I use for these, but this is a good, now I feel like into the fourth season, I have to stick with this website for like what happened on this day. Continuity. But it's bad. Okay. (laughs) Because here it says, uh... The Philadelphia, you know, I love hockey ones. The Philadelphia Flyers' Eric Lindros tries to bite San Jose Sharks defenseman Marty McSorley. If you look up this story, Eric Lindros denies that he tried to bite. There was a whole like thing, like did Eric Lindros bite? Because Marty McSorley got cut in the fight, so then people were like, "Oh, Eric Lindros bit his hand or whatever." But then they were like, "No, he didn't." Marty McSorley's like, "I think he was trying to bite my hand." Eric Lindros. So like this website took a stand on whether or not Eric Lindros actually tried to bite Marty McSorley. And it says he did. Not, It's not like Eric Lindros allegedly tries to bite Marty McSorley, you know? Hmm. Anyway, yeah. you don't care about hockey at all. Well, no, but, but I, I was just thinking this should have been uh, what happened last week because it would have been um, similar to Robin's experience with the baby. <laughs> um, but you like... People biting each other while fighting in the NHL is not unheard of, is the thing. Yeah. It's, the, people lose their minds. Shouldn't bite anyone. But, like, once they start fighting, it's unless just like... Unless they want to. Yeah, unless they want to. Or you've got Brad Marchand licking people just to get a rise out of them. That was something that Bradley Marchand did a few years ago. Um, and then the Blues, my St. Louis Blues, beat the Boston Bruins to win the Stanley Cup... And Brad Marchand, tough guy, face flicker, cried on national TV. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then exhibit B in this website is bad. Okay. This says that Robert Palmer, the English singer-songwriter, died on this day. He didn't die for another six years. What? But I looked it up to see why would they think that. Robert Palmer, the American blues music historian who um, is actually produced and, and, and is the hosts of sorts of a really good uh, documentary called Deep Blues. He died on this day. Okay, so just like... They just got the wrong Robert Palmer. Or fact-checking. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but Deep Blues is actually a pretty uh, cool movie. Once you get past the kind of awkwardness that it's a movie about, like two white guys saying, saying, let me show you what the Delta Blues are, <laughs> you know, right. but it has a like it's like the kind of music documentary I want in the sense that it has like a lot of just full performances. My least favorite thing in a music documentary is when they don't get let to don't let us like enjoy the music. Yeah. You know, they're just like doing all the telling and Let's telling and telling. It. And it's yeah. like, no, I just want to listen. You know, that's why I loved Moon Age Daydream. But Deep Blues is a really good right. uh, uh, movie that is um, partially responsible for the revitalize, revitalization of the career of R.L. Burnside. You know, R.L. Burnside. Mm-hmm. He was a old timey Delta Blues guy. And then he's featured in this movie performing in John Spencer, not the actor from the West Wing, rest in peace, but John Spencer from the John Spencer Blues Explosion, uh, saw Deep Blues and was enamored with Arl Burnside and like produced a record for him. And that's why Arl Burnside had this whole like resurgence in the in the 90s, all because of, of Deep Blues and John Spencer. So, again, all because of a bunch of white guys, sadly. Yeah. Um, Top five songs in the U.S. Probably not any Delta Blues here in 1997. Top five songs in the U.S. Um, at number five, tell me if you know this song, because I do not. All Cried Out by Allure. I don't know who Allure are. No, but I feel like I would. Okay. Well, you look that up. I'll say number four is Leanne Rhymes. How do I live without you? Uh, number three, Usher's You Make Me Wanna. Dot, dot, dot. Number... <sighs> Doesn't sound familiar to me. Let's get to the. No. No. This is like an. I've never heard of this song before. In Vogue ripoff. Oh, okay. Uh, number two, Elton John's Something About the Way You Look Tonight, and number one, Elton John's Candle in the Wind, 1997. Season four, episode eight of How I Met Your Mother, which is entitled Woo, aired on Monday, November 17th, 2008. We're literally like a week and a half from you and I meeting. Isn't that exciting? It's very exciting. If that, probably less than a week. We probably met the following weekend. Um, Monday, November 17th, 2008. Um, on this day, a bunch of like fucking bummer shit happened. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, in terms of like, because this we're still in like the financial crisis yeah. you know so um city group announces they're going to cut seventy-five thousand jobs japan officially enters a reception the new york mercantile exchange sees a drop in crude oil prices the russian trading system suspends its stock exchange um uh, also and i'm not going to even it's probably wrong but i'm not going to look it up um, this says the pirates capture a boat called the MV Sirius Star, which is the largest vessel ever hijacked by Somali pirates. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. I'm not going to yeah. look it up. Yeah. Top five songs in the U.S. on this day. At number five, Beyonce's If I Were a Boy. At number four, Kanye West's Heartless. I mean, you know my... Um, uh, my, my, my general rule is general rule is, um, <laughs> that I only sing the songs if I like them. I love heartless, but I'm not going to sing a Kanye West it. song. No. Um, number three, Katy Perry's hot and cold. Number two, T.I.'s whatever you like. Another song that I like by a person that I don't. And number one, T.I.'s live your life. 
There was a funny joke I heard, and I don't know how to where to credit uh, where it's due, but um, someone made the joke that Rick Caruso spent millions of campaign money to make everyone hate Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably getting that wrong, but it's a funny joke. Yeah. Well, do you know about, I mean, this is like funny, but also sad. You know about the, (laughs) I shouldn't laugh at this, the the nun that Katy Perry killed. (laughs) Yeah. You know about this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, so listeners, if you don't know Katy Perry. We've talked about it. We've talked about it on the podcast? Not on the podcast. No, okay. Yeah. Um, Katy Perry was trying to, there was like a, a convent that the church was going to sell off and Katy Perry wanted to buy it. And the nuns wanted to keep it in the church. And one of the very old nuns um, <laughs> had a heart attack and died. And her last words were, Katy Perry, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's not not funny. It's not funny. But she's like a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> It's sad. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, Final segment is called Challenge Accepted. Uh, This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on these shows, uh, armed only with the episode titles. First, let's see how we did last week. I said that the one with Chandler in the box would be an episode in which Chandler gets himself into another fine mess when he finds himself stuck in a box and Joey makes him sweat it out as punishment for breaking the bro code. Okay, got it. I mean, I had the overall gist, but I think that I did not foresee Chandler willingly getting in the box as punishment. Like, I thought this would be something like he tripped and fell into a box (laughs) or whatever, and Joey was like, I'll let you out eventually once you do whatever. Okay. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, but you get, but the episode was the one where Chandler is in the box. So you, I mean... Yeah, so I feel like I would the have had to get could be the, made that you get a half a point. Uh, but we don't do half points, so I think I get a zero point. Okay. Okay. You also get zero points. You said Ted has his eyes set on a new female quarry, but the reveal that she is a woo girl gives him the ick. Yeah. No. No, we were both wrong. Yeah. But I was more wrong than you. Yeah, but also the name Chandler in a box. Gives it away. But I guess the the idea of Joey punishing Chandler... I did get that. Yeah. So I can see where you make a case for a half point if we did have points. Yeah. But I, I think the fact that Chin, that Chandler got into the box willingly means that my prediction was wrong. Okay. That's what I think. Right. Let's see where we are for next week. Do you want to vamp real quick? Uh, candy cane green tea. Glazed maple donuts. Light eggnog. Okay. Sugar plum sparkling beverage. All right. Season four, episode nine of Friends is called The One Where They're Going to Party. The one where... So it's not they're going to a party. It's they're going to party. So I feel like... The gang are all very excited about a party. It's a Christmas party. Okay. That's my guess. Okay. Okay. So we're jumping a month? Because we are, we're already talking about Secret Santa, so I feel yeah. like Christmas is yeah. on their minds. I'm going to say uh, Rachel gets the the gang invites to her office 
Christmas party. Mm. And uh, everyone's pumped for free booze and mucho models caliente. Right? Because she works in fashion, so there's like yeah. Joey and Chandler are going to be like, oh, there's going to be models at the party, right? Yeah. Um, so that's my guess. Season 4, Episode 9 of How I Met Your Mother, if you'll allow me just a moment here, mm-hmm. is called The Naked Man. Wow. Okay. Uh, speaking of similarities. Oh, yeah. Ugly Naked Guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So The Naked Man. Okay, the naked man. Yeah. What is your face? I don't want to give too much away, but this is one. When the naked man aired, it was like, did you see How I Met Your Mother this week? That was so funny. I haven't watched it since. Okay. I will bet it is aged very poorly, and I bet you won't like it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that. But na- like when my friend Tyler, who's in the hospital right now, when people would try to convince him because he doesn't like three camera sitcoms, mm-hmm. like he only likes single camera sitcoms. So when people tried to convince him that How I Met Your Mother was a good show and worth his time, the episode they recommended to him was The Naked Man. And did he like that? No. Okay. But I also, I can't imagine, it's like, it's going to, I feel like this episode is going to feel like it's from a different planet. <laughs> okay. So, um, Yes, there's going to be a naked man. It's going to be like a a celebrity guest star. Hmm. And this naked naked man I think it's it's supposed to be funny but he's going to be inappropriate to everyone at the bar. Okay, so you're saying a guest naked male obviously. Yeah. Because it's called Naked Man. A naked male guest star shows up at McLaren's. Um, and and <laughs> we're not laughing. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to say, yeah, um, I'm gonna, just to make it a little bit more fun. Okay. A naked male guest star shows up and shows all at Good McLaren's, one. and we're not laughing. Good one. Okay. All right. That's it. We did it. We did it. It's another one in the books. Um, you can find us. Well, you can find the podcast wherever you found it. You're already listening. Well done. Uh, but you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. Also, if you emailed me correspondence this week, I looked for it but i'm also kind of behind on my email so it's, it is possible that we have more correspondence that i just missed um but uh you can leave a post at battleshipretention.com you can email us at the one where i met your mother at gmail.com or you can always as most people seem to do uh at me on twitter at davy pretension d-a-v-e-y pretension that's the podcast the, the the name is associated with my other podcast battleship pretension in which i talk about movies um so that's that. Uh, Natalie, where can people find you on the internet again? Well, that's just the thing. They can't. Natalie, where do 
you want people to <laughs> However, uh, wait, what were our calls to action? I never remember. I don't. I sh- we should write them down, right? Yeah. Um, have you ever locked yourself somewhere? <laughs> okay. Have you ever scratched your cornea and had to wear an eye patch? Yeah. Or, like me, scratched your cornea with um, a face wash scrub. Uh, specifically, apricot Swiss formula apricot scrub, <laughs> exfoliating yeah. uh, dirt. Um, I locked myself out of my apartment shortly after we started dating, but I didn't tell you to way later because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> but it was like now it was like L.A. cold. Yeah. And I was doing laundry oh, and I was no. just in a T-shirt and oh, jeans no. and it was like f- in the low 40s. And I locked myself out. And then I had to call a locksmith, but then the locksmith was like, you have to pay me before I do this. That's the way locksmiths work. And I was like, I can pay you as soon as you get me in my credit card's right there. So then I had to call our friend Frank to come out. Frank always coming through. Yeah, Frank always has come through for me. Uh, Our friend Frank had to come out, pay the locksmith, and then I immediately paid Frank once I got inside and and warmed up. But I did spend like a couple hours outside in a t-shirt when it was in the low 40s. Uh, and that was that was rough. That's for very me. rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you probably had to rerun your clothes in the wash. I probably did by that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, um, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, um, let us know so we can keep up with our correspondence. Yes. Um, give us a. a like and a five star rating. Why don't you? It's real easy to do. So. Yeah. Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it? What's stopping you? Awesome. Um, write a review because we'll, we'll read it. Write a review. We'll read it out loud. Unless it's a bad one. Unless you don't want us to read it, then say do not read. Please don't read, read this. Yeah. Or <laughs> may, maybe you can make a fake name up. Yeah, there you go. Um, happy holidays. It's the That's second right. night of Hanukkah. Yeah. So if, well. Yeah, well, this is going up tonight. This is going up tonight. Yeah. Okay, so happy Hanukkah. Yeah. What do you say? Um, uh, oh, I always forget. I know, I feel like I looked it up. It's like, it translates to, like, be well in Hebrew. But, I mean, Hanukkah is not a huge religious holiday. It's more just kind of like a modern take for the kids. It was elevated in this country to compete with Christmas. Is that right? Kind of. It was. It's mostly for the kids to give. Is that what you say? Yeah, but it's pronounced. Shag Samech? Something like that? Um, oh. Kag Samechach. Kag Samech. Um, so yeah, until next time, see you at Giddy Ups. <laughs> 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 <laughs>